Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Survival Jobs, a podcast in collaboration with Broadway World. My name is Samantha Dawn Tutslow, and this is my spectacular co-host, Jason A. Coombs. Jason, why was I just, I was just like singing. My my inflections were so weird on the intro. Because it's your birthday, duh. Thank you. You're and feeling... then I was like, Broadway World. <laughs> Yeah, you're inspired by all yeah. the singers we've had recently, and it's your birthday, so you're feeling celebratory. Happy birthday, Samantha Don Titolo. Thank you, Jason E. Combs. Yeah, how what you feeling? Gem. Feeling good. You know, I, I, it's 32. Hello. This is oh. the age my mother was when she gave birth to me. I'm not giving birth. Mm. Although I had a dream I was pregnant last night, and I'm not 100%, no way, TMI to yeah. the listeners, but... I, what dreams does that don't mean? always. Well, they say that dreams don't always happen to you, but it might be someone in your life that may be pregnant. You might be premonizing. Doing is yeah. that a word? Premonizing. It is today. <laughs> it it is, is today. today. You might be having um, a premonition for somebody else. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I woke up early. I, I'm not really an early riser, but today I woke up early and I went to yoga at 7:30. So I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm working. I'm here. You know, it's all. It's all good. Hey, good. did you ever read that book, Ruby the Copycat, when you were a kid? No. <laughs> this was one of my favorite childhood books. It's called Ruby the I Copycat. Know. I don't know her. Put them right here, Giffen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't that know that. Funny. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Oh, okay. I think you've. I think you've sent it to me. Oh, good. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I'm a liar. But anyway, it's my. It's one of my favorite childhood books, and I. My vibe right now, there's a scene where she wears a turtleneck and like a chain necklace. And I keep looking oh, at myself yeah. in the camera and I'm like, I look like Ruby the copycat on my yeah. 32nd birthday, my favorite childhood and You book. got black nails. For spooky season. That. If you guys can see, if you, whoever's watching the video can see, it is spooky season. That's such a cool, like, kind of have a birthday. My Thank birthday's you. in the pits of winter when no one wants to do anything but sleep and hibernate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if your birthday wasn't in the winter, then we wouldn't be soulmate friends, Aquarius and Libra. So it's perfect. I know. So funny. I know we talked about that Libra. in our episode. <gasps> wow. I don't think I have either. So. Yeah. I don't know. How I've, are you? Bad, I've never been a bad Aquarius either. I have. I've dated oh. a few. Okay, Next. not bad, but I don't want to talk <laughs> shit. But not bad, but not like 
my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. know. What's Jason. your temperature check? Yeah. Oh, my temperature check. See, I was just about to do that to you, but okay, I'll go first. Thanks. My temperature check is I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited for my next year of life. I, mm. you know, I'm trying to, we'll talk about this a lot in our episode today, but like, I'm trying to get my balance. I'm trying to get my, I'm just trying to like level out, right? I'm just trying to breathe and get my body feeling good again and just my mind feeling good. And I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future holds, you know? I feel like birthdays are cool because it's always this like new, it's like the new year too, where you're like, okay, it's a fresh start. Like, this is yeah. my new chapter. This is my next chapter. It just feels refreshing and and good. I feel good. I feel good. I'm excited to eat some good food tonight. I feel Ooh, good. Yes. And you're going to be at B? <gasps> okay. Thank you. So I want to give a big, <laughs> big, big shout out. Look at this baby hair on my 32nd. Gosh. <laughs> you guys, I have so much ADD. You probably hate listening to me. Um <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna go celebrate my birthday at Bia. I never, you oh, know Bia, what? This is, I, well, I don't know. I have no idea. It could be called <laughs> B. It could be called Bia. For the past ten years, or however long I've been going there, I've called it Bia. It's spelled B-E-A. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to give a big shout out to them. The vibe is so cool in there. They like play old movies on the walls. They project movies in black and white on the walls. The cocktails are great. It's just a good scene. And you know, we always talk about Glass House. I love Glass House. I always go to Glass House, but we're just, we're sharing the love tonight. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Where is Bia slash B? (laughs) Okay. I think it's 43rd, not 42nd. It's 43rd between 10th and 11th. So check it out, you guys. They have amazing food. Like I said, the cocktails are incredible. Yeah. Check it out. I love that. I'm so sorry I can't make it. It's okay. I love it. It's a bummer living in a different state for now. You know what? Um, (laughs) I love you. What's your temperature check? How are you feeling? What's going on? Um, I am feel I mean, I feel like it's always the same. I'm feeling overwhelmed, but uh, I'm also feeling very distracted because like you were having an issue with the freaking ring light in your glasses. I'm having that the past couple episodes and I can't figure out how to do it. Anyway, um so yeah. I'm just very distracted. I'm looking at myself trying to like it's tough. <laughs> and I that's why I don't wear my glasses anymore because I haven't figured it out. So hello, if anyone knows the trick, <laughs> which there has to be a trick, people do self tasting yeah. glasses all of the time. But by the way, yeah, you always say to me, it. you always say, did you Google it? Yeah, exactly. I, I have not really Googled Google it. it. I'm sure really there's Google a it. hack. I'm sure there's a ring um, like glasses hack. There has to be a hack. But anyway, yeah, I'm feeling just a bit, um, you know, I'm just like overwhelmed. I feel I feel like we recorded Freddie uh, yesterday before this, and I just felt so motivated after. And I felt like so honored that we got to speak to her. And after I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do this thing. But then I'm still just kind of like in a survival job right now, which is great because as Freddie talks about, like having a job in the arts is is great. It's a great survival job to have, you know? So I'm very fortunate for that. Me and Samantha, before we started this podcast, we were like, we were never going back to a restaurant ever again. We're going to like try to make our living, you know, try to survive with jobs that bring us purpose and fulfillment. So I'm doing that with this, doc- with this docu-series, but it's just going on a little bit longer than it was supposed to. So I'm just feeling a little like I can't catch up on personal things, you know? So yeah, it's that tough. leaves me feeling a little chaotic and yeah. I feel like a little chaos in my brain sometimes. But, you know, it's all good. I'm very fortunate at the end of the day. Um, we are 
I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but we're we're fortunate, you know. We, we we're, are. We're doing this really cool thing, and you know, we're meeting awesome people, and we're just in a good place um, with this. And I'm happy to be sharing this with you. I'm happy you're my partner in crime. I'm happy it's your birthday. Oh, I'm not happy I won't be you. there to celebrate with you, but I'm happy to we'll know celebrate. you. I'm happy, I'm happy to, to call you a friend. Baby. Yeah. Oh, back at you. We always Thank talk you. about how lucky we are, but we are so lucky to have found each other. Shout out to Westcon. I would like to, <laughs> I would like to pick it up off of something you said about like hard to catch up on my personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Being an adult is hard, and that's I. I just need to say I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy to everyone who's been following. <laughs> She's gonna be along. watching Grey's Anatomy until the 555th episode. I think I need a huge break. <laughs> I think I need a huge break because something major happened yesterday. In, in the point I am in the series, I'm not going to say it because it's like so major that if somebody is watching from the beginning, they'll be in shock. Yeah. But after that, I need a break. But the reason I brought up Grace Anatomy is because if I lie Meredith... here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're not talking about the musical episode again. Okay. Because right. that was traumatizing. <laughs> but Meredith Gray's mom said something on a flashback yesterday in this episode I was watching where she comes out of like, she says something to Meredith like, oh, you're all grown up. And Meredith's like, yes, I'm an adult. And she's like, that sucks. She essentially, I don't know the exact <laughs> wording, but she was like, that sucks. It's really hard to be an adult. Like you should, have stayed, you should have stayed a kid. She said something like that. And so when you just said like, it's hard to catch up with my personal stuff, I'm like, yeah, because it's yeah. fucking hard to adults. It is. I'm like, how did our parents like, work and <gasps> take care of kids and do all this and clean the house and blah blah blah. I seriously but, um... woke up with an anxiety <laughs> attack from my dream of being pregnant. I was like, I woke up <laughs> thinking I was pregnant. I was like, oh my God, like first of all, where's this baby come from? <laughs> like Immaculate conception. Okay, so second of virgin. all, thank you. <laughs> second of all, I can't raise this baby in this this apartment. Like I woke yeah. up in a panic. Uh, yeah, Uncle Ben next door. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that took me out, Uncle Ben. Shout out to Ben. He never listens, so yeah. he 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 is the only person who has besides Dawn, of course. Shout out to Dawn. I feel like who gets the most shout outs, and Ben has listened to a half of an episode. But you know what? We Let's love see. him for who he is. Yeah. Um, speaking of sp- going back to spooky season, I've been going to the movies a lot. Okay. And- I uh, saw this really good movie. It's not a spooky movie. I don't know why I said that. Um, I was going to talk about this other movie, but I didn't see it recently called X. It's really good. But um, I saw The Woman King, actually. I want to talk about that one. Have you heard of it? Viola, our girl? Yes. We've talked Incredible. about this a bunch. Incredible. Like, I finally I got to, to see, see it. it. Finally got to see it. And it was it was just so powerful and exciting and action-packed. And well told and well acted. And I was like, damn, finally, I finally got to see it. I finally got to see it. And I'm so proud of her. And there's been a lot of controversy around the story of that tribe and, um, you know, how they were part of the the Atlantis, the transatlantic slave trading, you know, and how that has impacted people's experience of watching the movie. And there's a lot to go in with that whole thing. But I just think it's... For me, it was just so powerful to see a story, um, like a historical story, right? That's not just Black people like being slaves, you know? So um, 
to see yes. like these badass women and to see someone like Viola who's like in her 50s like in this lead action role was like and her, wow she looks amazing um she looks amazing and she she literally killed it i'm like this movie has to get a lot of oscar nominations like the oh, whole wow. cast there was no weak links i can't wait no. I, adrian warren is in that i believe shout out Tony winner Adrian Warren. Yeah, I don't think I'm not telling the truth. I think I'm ninety percent sure she is. Let's get her on. Yes, yes, <laughs> let fucking yeah. get her on. Oh yes, thank you, Jason. I definitely that is on my list. I definitely need yeah, and it was just good like movie. It was like a like going to the movie experience, you know, because sometimes you don't really need to go to the movies to see a movie. You know, it's like yes. oh, I can just watch this at home. But that was like being in the theater and like. Oh. reacting and on the big screen the and big screen with the action yeah. I'm sure is like iconic and it starts off like from the very beginning it's like you're throwing into the action you know and it's like it's like a real fun exciting movie i'm like everyone needs to see this before it goes out of theaters that's my recommendation thanks for your rec jay yeah i love that real quick before we talk about our guest today I would mm -hmm. like to say one more thing about my birthday. I'm sorry, they cut you off. <laughs> no, no way. I'm just all over the place as per usual. <laughs> it's your birthday. So I've been telling everyone, this is how stupid I am. I've been telling everyone that it's my Marishka year because when Marishka was 32 is when she booked, booked SVU. Oh, wow. So I just wanted to say that for our listeners who have heard me talk about Marishka and Grey's Anatomy a million times. I think I talk about Marishka in this episode with Freddie. I'm 90% I do. We do. And we talk about violence. We do. Yeah. Every episode. Perfect. Every episode. <laughs> but I am entering my Marishka year. Oh, I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Anyway. Freddie will be booked and busy. Oh, yes. We um, be like, we talk, like we talked about. So should we go into her? Yes, yes, bio? yes, yes. Amazing. So today, Jason, you want to kick it off since you really are the one who got us ready. Man, I tried. But no, I mean, I, I mean, we'll talk about it in the episode. But this is someone who's like an icon, you know, and, and, and it's something I always talk about a lot, too. So I won't talk about it again here in the episode. But like she was just so instrumental in my love of theater as a high school student you know her and, and you know rent of course um so it was just so cool to be able to talk to her and tell her that and and to listen right and listen yeah. and, and get those words of advice and she has this wonderful um you know workshop she, she's teaching and she was so kind to give our listeners a discount code for it yes. we're gonna put that in the show notes for you all for all you know actors of any any range like business right you you were saying mm -hmm. in the episode like this is just the, the ultimate to wrap a jobs episode because this is all show business you know and so there are things that she was saying that i wish i knew when i graduated from west con you know in 2011 but um you know so my whole thing is i'm kind of going on a tangent but like these are words of advice and tips that i wish people told me and i'm glad that she shared it with us on this episode and we're so convinced yeah. long story yeah. short and big shout out to BroadwayCon because yeah, you sort of were like, oh my god, after hearing her speak, right? You're like, oh my god, yeah, she she um was so amazing at BroadwayCon, and you know, I I didn't get to speak to her at BroadwayCon like personally, but you know, we exchanged some looks and some glances, and we had to hit her up, but um, <laughs> she's so we lovely, she's did. so lovely, and she's yeah, so yeah, you guys awful. are gonna love it. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorites, definitely. Um, so yeah, so we do her bio. 
I feel like I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Okay. I love you. Um, Freddie Walker Brown is best known for creating the role of Joanne Jefferson in the Pulitzer Prize winning musical Rent. She's the creator and host of the Professional Skills for Actors workshops. Most recently, she appeared as Ghost in HBO's Search Party, Beverly in Rebecca Miller's Maggie's Plan, and Shay in Showtime's Emmy Award winning series The Big C. Latest directing projects include The Color Purple and Bob Stewart's Let the Chips Fall Where They May. She is proud to be a teaching artist and the voice of the Wicked campaign. Songs from her new album, One People, One Planet, are now streaming everywhere. <laughs> yeah, she sang that. I didn't get to tell her this, but she sang it at Broadway Con, and I, I had to, like, get on my Spotify right away because it's so good, so powerful. And yes. she talks about, like, you know, how just she gets back how important this earth is and how we're taking it for granted mm. that's what that song is about it's so beautiful and so passionate y'all know me i always go on these tangents that. but no, yeah we love I was, it we yeah very it. connected to that um we need the tangent yes. all right everyone enjoy the episode enjoy can i say one more thing nope i'm putting some links in for uh her for the the victims of hurricane ian and how we can um you know donate to that as well because yes Hello. It's happening. Another episode. Happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So enjoy the episode. Thank you, J- Thank you Jason. Yeah, of course. Click Thank the link. Thank you. Happy birthday, boo. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Hi, Freddie. Welcome Hi. to Survivor Jobs, a podcast. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I love the whole idea of it. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we are huge fans, of course, and we are so honored to share space with you today. And we've been looking forward to this for so long. I remember seeing your Broadway con back in July and I was like, we have to get Freddie. We have to get <laughs> to Samantha. So it's just an honor. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Pleasure to be here. We're so like, hi. Yeah. Like Jason said, we're just so happy. Obviously, like we've been huge fans for our whole life, <laughs> not our whole life, but like, you know, we breathed and inhaled theater for so long, and you are such a a part of that. So we're so happy. Um, like you yeah. said, you know, you love this idea. Thank you, Jason, and I sort of built this idea from the frustration of our own survival jobs while like trying to build a life in the arts. But then, how do you combine them together? And so we've just really enjoyed talking to artists about their survival jobs and and how they maintain it with their arts. So that brings us right into our first question. Do you have a survival job that you've had along your path that has positively impacted where you are now as an artist? Well, I'm a teaching artist. Correct. So uh, that is, I mean, you know, they say those who can't do teach, but it really is better when those who do, do teach. Facts. And um, those of us who do almost find it uh, our duty. She said duty. I'm sorry. I love talking about humor. <laughs> uh, uh, what it is, it, it's your onus. It's, you have to pay that forward. We, we were talking before we started rolling that we are craftspeople and tradespeople and tradespeople pass on their trades via vis-a-vis apprenticeship. And so, mm. you know, that's what you must do. You must teach uh, if you really, and then you really grow. Then you really start to grow as an artist in ways I can't even explain. And so all of that led to the whole pro skills thing. And, and that is dead on to what we're talking about because you guys have done the very thing that I talk about in the um, life section about your income. 
yeah. the whole concept of survival job that actors have to understand and anybody in the arts really, the audition is your actual day job. Looking for work is your job. So everything else, including your income uh, jobs have to be scheduled around allowing you to be in the look for work scene, which is 10 to six, nine, you know, Monday through Friday, it's a business thing. And so you have to find very creative ways to figure out that income that's going to allow you the flexibility to be on the hunt all the time, right? And uh, the main and most important way to do that is to keep your income in the business, to keep it in the, how many jobs, you guys have already figured it out, but how many gigs out there people are there yeah. that, take, that make this business run and which ones could you do? Because then that way you are plugged in. Yeah, and you, you have, have to be plugged in. Yeah, because then you're surviving, then you don't have the, I mean, I call them the paper hat jobs and there's nothing wrong with an honest paper hat job. Not a, not a thing. For sure. When you need it. Really, yeah. if you, when you need it. But you really want to like step above that and you definitely want to get into the kind of income gig that is going to allow you that flexibility because if you don't audition, you're out. You don't work. Sit. That's right. If you don't audition, you're out. It's as simple as that, but that concept sometimes, I feel like actors are like, well, I'm not booking and I'm giving up and I'm like, but are you trying? And it's, are you it's, it's sometimes, uh, sometimes you forget something so simple, like go to an audition. No, seriously, you must not just Hello? to an audition. Uh, 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 to 29 the, a week. <laughs> dude, in the workshop, <laughs> if you can get them. I mean, any actor who can get 29 workshops a week is, I mean, auditions a week is doing Hello? very, very well. And yeah. so, yeah. Um, but I ask this question all the time. What is the average booking ratio for any actor? Right. Yeah. It's not that low. It's kind of a lot. Yes, the opposite. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and so to keep to an order, if that is the case, then you have to keep your auditions up on a number to which you can, you know, bring up your chances of booking because it's really just that simple. You right. know, nobody, everybody thinks it's like this number. You want to think of it as like a numbers game. It's not about my talent. It's like, no, it's not, sweetie. It's not about your talent because everybody's talented. Or I have wasted my money yeah. on a casting director. Mm -hmm. Those casting director workshops, right? <laughs> no, I, I, on, seriously, I, we're not American Idol. We don't have time or interest in watching untalented people to mock them, right? That mm -hmm. is not what we're here for. We're got time, right. interested in just getting the cast and the <laughs> rehearsals cost of money, that pianist is costing money, everything is costing money. Rehearsal room costs money. Do you follow what yeah. I mean? And it's not about that. So we hire the casting director to bring us the best of the best, which means that when you go to an audition, you must already assume that everybody there is talented. And after that, it's like, am I what the director is seeing in their mind? Because that's really it. Yeah. See, that's it. And you have no way of knowing that except to just show up. That's it. That's the most important thing you must do. Show up. And then after that, you know, go to the next one. What it is, that's like half the, half the, half the battle, right? It's like showing up. Yeah, that's it. That's really it. And getting your life set up so that you can show up. Uh, uh, that's what kills a lot of actors is they don't know how to organize their lives so that they can show up for auditions, which must be the number one priority. It's about the balance, right? I was just having this conversation last night uh, with a friend of mine talking about balance. And um, by the way, because my birthday is tomorrow, didn't you just have a birthday as well? I did just yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy Libra. Happy fellow Libra. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. And I was like trying to set these goals for myself of balance and trying to have time to really put 
focus into this podcast and to my acting and to my survival job and the line of that. And he's like, you know, it's not, I think as humans, we're never going to reach that ultimate balance, right? We're always going to want something more. We're always going to want things to feel easier and smoother. So it's just about like finding it within yourself to be like, okay, it's okay. Like I can, yeah. yeah. It's a process. It's it's a constant process. Uh, There's no perfection, only improvement. So you know, wow. every day as you step towards an improved, better version of it, then you're like, okay, great. I did some, there's some more, but I did some, you know, and that's mm. really, and then you can stop tripping because like, I call it the stacking. When you do the stacking is when you get nothing done. Cause here you go, right? You're like, well, here's my goal, right? But I need mm. this, and I need that, and this, and I have this, and I got this, and blah, 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 blah. your head explodes and nothing. <laughs> so if you can stop the stacking, the goal is still, wherever it is and it can be as lofty a goal as you like i i really you know i was talking to gwen stewart yesterday and she called me for my birthday she sang happy birthday to me um, which is like you know people with golden voices singing happy birthday to you is kind of awesome and that's a, that's a good treasure <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh uh um and we were talking about it you know like life goals and all this kind of thing because you know here we are embarking on our homestead thing and all that and that's you know kind of daunting whatever yeah but um and we were talking about it and how how doing things against the odds or against you know the flow or whatever it is and i was like david we both made it to broadway you have to really think about what that means uh there are several people who can say that but even amongst those several people that is a tiny 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 percentage of the entire populace yeah. <laughs> very tiny but you follow me and i'm like yes well, you know and to have actually made our living and our careers as actors Right, mm-hmm. I have children. I'm on. You're ready for my first grandkid now, and all that kind of cool stuff. You know what I'm saying? Congrats! And I've done it as an actor the entire time because I, I knew that was what it was going to be. Uh, uh, so uh, to have done that is quite an accomplishment in my book. And uh, that's a huge I, accomplishment. I, it is. It is. And 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 I stand here as a testimony to the fact that you can have both. So you can have a family, and you can have goals, and you can have these things. But you definitely have to put your head on straight um, when you do it. Uh, yeah. uh, my sl- the the slogan of the thing of the pro skills thing is it's called show biz, not show art. Hello. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's not about your art. It's really yeah. not. It can be sometimes, but it's not really. It's about that money. Well, yes. I mean, I've so, said this multiple times on the podcast recently, but even Viola Davis was talking about getting the woman King made. And she was like, she's someone who's Viola Davis. Right. And she was talking about how she, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I love her. She's a dear friend. I love her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, how she was saying how, how like she produced that movie. It was so many hoops she had to go through because all the business to it. Right. And that's someone who's, yeah. And the only reason it got made, I want you to pay very careful. Here's the question I ask all the time. All right, let's put y'all on the spot. But this is for all y'all out there. I want everybody to, seriously, y'all are getting a lot for free. You should really be paying attention to this. Yes. Who are the only actors that do not have to audition? I guess it's like those Viola Davises, right? Those very Who did top, what? Top. Who, no, no, it's not because she's at the top, top. Why did that movie get made? Because she put in the work. Because she put in the what? Mm. Work what? for Smart. years. No, this business is about what? Business is Money. about what? She put in the what? Work? Wow. If the I feel money, like the money. I'm like, wait, the I feel money. like I'm being 
Yeah. And the money. This is what I'm trying to yeah. get, get it, people. Show business. It is a $600 billion a year business. It is money, money, money. She put up that money. And that is yeah. why that movie got made. And that is the only reason that movie got made is because she put up that money. Yeah. The only reason mm -hmm. she started it is because she put up that money. If you don't want to audition, then you must produce the work. If you're not wow. the one signing the check, then you are auditioning. I don't care what level you're on. And she'll be the first one to tell you that. And that is yeah. why she put up the money to make that movie. And only because it's working and actually making money back is she ever going to yeah. get a chance to do it again. After all this she has accomplished, right? She had, she had to put up all that money, make that movie herself, and then have it succeed for everybody to go, oh, yeah, huh, yeah, she, yeah. We'll put money in the... Facts. Facts. And if you want to have some of that money, then you got to start like putting these facts in your head and be like, all right, business, let me get to work. How am I going to make that money? How, how am I going to get my, where's my check? Right. <laughs> you got to do the things you know you're going to make money from to then now, do the passion projects because your you passion projects me? are then not going to yeah. You build your you passion projects. Hello. You are an artist in your own right. You were born an artist. That was given to you. It cannot be taken from you. The business has nothing to do with that. If you can be happy making money, doing something else, then do that and be an artist. But if you're going to be in this business, children, put your head on. Let's go. Let's make some serious. Let's get some of that money because... <laughs> I hope they're taking notes. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I told you I made y'all a code for your audience. So, uh, yes. Because we are actually, this is my birthday month. And yes. To your audience, uh, uh, I will give you a code survival 20 so that you can take the next three sessions. You missed auditions or your day job, which was yesterday. Uh, oh. But the next session is the showbiz machine. And the session after that is planning your life. And then the last session is the artistic spirit. And that's every and Monday, right? It's every Monday in the quarter. Um, mm. I think I put an end date on that code, but we'll see about next, next, uh, the next quarter will be in winter 23. So we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. We'll blast uh, that all on our the Instagram and the show notes and stuff. So that's awesome. Thank but you. That's the beauty of it. I do it every quarter and you can catch whichever week, whenever you want. Oh, yeah. If that's okay. the information that you really, right? If, uh, if auditions are your day job is the information you really need, you can take that part. If showbiz machine is, you know, that's the whole agents and unions and all that, you can take that part. Planning your life, if you're in that part where you really want to think about that part, which honestly, it's so funny. Planning your life and the artistic spirit to me mm -hmm. are actually the most important parts of the workshop. But of course, everybody wants the auditions and the showbiz machine part because, you know, that's yeah. what everybody's ass. So I, I get that. And that's why I do them, put them at the beginning. But the truth of the matter is planning your life, the, that one in particular, if I had known, because this, this workshop is my life. It's the 30 years of the experience that I've had in this business. And I've distilled it down to this thing. And if I had yeah. known what I knew, what I'm telling y'all, if I had known those things, then, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And so the workshop is every Monday and it's like a two hour virtually? It's two hour it... virtually every quarter. So it's every Monday okay. this month. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next three Mondays, actually. That's uh, amazing. Not the 31st because that's Halloween. And yeah. then the next quarter will be in January. But they're all, it's all up on the, the site. So you can go. I know, I was looking. Up. I was, yes. yeah. 
I think it's I think it's so important for actors to know that, especially because we have a lot of people who are just fresh out of college or going to be graduating this year, you know. And yeah, and like you like you were saying, like you wish you knew this. I wish I knew more of this as well, you know. You could pay off those student loans a lot quicker. Yes, yes. I went through and I went through all of this, and I'm like, there's got to be a way to help the next generation to not have to make certain mistakes, and um. You know, and it really is, a, um, this business is really, you know, how many, how, you guys, how how far out of college are you? Are you out of college or how far are you from like yeah, the last- Yeah, we graduated in 2011. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're good. Together, yeah. Okay. So now, oh, and good you went to college together. That's been a while. And that's, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Uh, to make, no, it's, that's one of the interesting things. It's funny because some people think I'm anti-college and not, I'm just like college has its place and it has its pros and cons like anything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one of the pros is sometimes you hook up with cool people that go with you for life, right? This is what I'm saying. I say it a lot on the show. I say the only reason, the only like thing I took away from college, I got Jason. <laughs> that's sometimes like worth its weight in gold you yeah. know what i mean an authentic awesome human being who who you know and trust and love that's like everything right so uh yeah, yeah. um and that you can create with what yeah Seriously. amazing awesome. Awesome. i know uh, so, um, sorry okay, go ahead sorry. No, no, no no i was just gonna say so we've talked a lot about you know how your performing has now influenced, you know, your job, your teaching artist job, but that obviously came from your love of performing. Mm -hmm. So do you know, do you have like a moment from when you were a kid or that first moment where you're like, I have to perform, like there's nothing else. I'm good at this and I love it. Do you remember what that was? I remember the, I'm good at this moment. That was high school. Yeah. And it was, and it was even more, it's funny because both, both moments that brought me to New York and, and to this business were connected with my need to be free to be myself. When I was younger and yeah. where I grew up, you know, I was always the weird one. I was the strange one. I was the one that was too much. I still hear that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, it's just, and it hurts too. Same, like, same here, yeah. The whatever. theater kids, right? No, whatever. That's why I spend my life on stage because I get paid for the things people crap on me for in life. Right. And uh, <laughs> preach, preach. Thank you very kindly. Yeah. So, um, OB yeah, Award. But you know, um, um, gold records and whatnot. So, um, the first moment was uh, very young at eight when I first came to New York. Um, my family traveled in the summer and I came to New York. And I very clearly remember Times Square thinking to myself, this is where the weird people go. Awesome. <laughs> no, seriously, I have a home. I yeah. have a home. Look at everybody. I can be me too. And nobody will care. They don't care. It's everybody's being them. And that's awesome. And you know what I mean? In my little eight-year-old yeah. mind, it was very clear because, you know, children are very clear. They're not all clouded. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is where people who want to be just whatever they are can come here and be that. Yeah, I'm coming here. So that I knew. And then later on, um, you know, in school and everything, because the awesome teacher, right? And then, you know, the glee life or whatever, the, the theater club and all that. <laughs> and then uh, that moment in the show, it was senior year. It was Babes in Arms. Yeah. Uh, it was Lady is a Tramp. And up until then, I had been like a soprano in the, in the concert choir and, you know, and all that kind of junk. And I, had not found, I had not found the belt or whatever but something about that moment on stage 
And all of a sudden this voice came out and everybody was shocked. I too, I was actually having an out-of-body experience going, who the hell is that singing? And everybody was <laughs> in the wings going, what? You know what I mean? Because the belt came out and it just came out and it was like, bam. I was like, whoa. And that was like one of those, that was a moment where I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'm doing this. This is awesome. And <laughs> wow. Right. I love that. I, it was awesome. It just like came out of you. It just came out. Just did. I'd never belted before. And it just came out and the audience was on the floor and I, and we were all just like, ah, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, this, I have a, I have a little comment to make on that and then we'll lead into Jason's next question. But my moment of like, oh my God, I have to perform was during rent. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just to tie it all in and to segue. I mean, you know, I got to work with Donna McKechnie and Chorus Line was my rent. And I got to tell her all the things that you guys tell me. And, you know, round and round she goes. So, you know, I can't wait till you're in the position that I'm in. So (laughs) the next generation comes and tells you, oh, my God, you saved. When they come and tell me that that you saved their life. I'm like, wow. okay, that's why I wrote Rent Stories. That's why I wrote that play. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's literally true. I mean, I, I th- I've told the story on the podcast before, but if anyone who hasn't heard, like I rent in high school, I was a freshman in high school. And I remember I was taking a musical theater class and Miss Evans made us sit on the floor, like lay down. And she's like, I'm going to play a musical theater for you. Now, all I knew was like memories from cats. Like I, mm-hmm. like, I, I grew up in a very urban area, like, you know, like a lot of hip hop and, you know, R&B. Like, I never knew what musical theater really was. And then she played Light My Candle. That was like my first introduction. And then Take Me to Leave Me was second. And I was mm. like, this is a theater? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I love this. And that's like, that's part of your legacy, your legacy. And I must be, I mean, I can't tell you how to feel, but I mean, it's not <laughs> there, there's no words. There's no words yeah. to describe the feelings of the whole yeah. situation, especially Take Me, because Take Me, as most of you sh- I won't say should know, but could know yeah. is is the come to your senses of rent. It was that song that wasn't written. It was the very last, to my knowledge, it might be the very last thing he wrote. It was certainly in wow. like the last bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came very late in the process. And uh, when it came, and every time I look at it or think about it, I'm just like, Jonathan, when... I did not know that man. I met him in December of 95 in rehearsal. I met him at the auditions, really. And yeah. to my understanding, it was he that wanted me for Joanne because everybody else thought I was too old, <laughs> which was fine. Mm. Uh, but he saw something and he fought for that. And I'll never be more grateful. Um, How did you hear about the audition? Song, my agents, my wonderful oh. agents whom I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I was directing at the time. I was literally on a ladder hanging blacks for chickens come home to roost when the auditions <laughs> happened. And I was like, I'll grunge it up and I got to go because I'm angry. And I run over there. And I'm That's like, so good. All... No, I'm serious. Like, I'm sorry, I'm all grungy. And I'm like, it's, it's a grunge show. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it fits. It works. Because I'm in. I'm right there with you. And so, yeah, I'm all black, you know, I'm just covered in dust. Uh, oh, wait to audition. Told you, show up. See, this is what I tell you. Show, show up, show up. Wow. Show up. Yeah. And so, you know, for him to have captured us as individuals in that song that way, therefore immortalizing us and, and, and at the same time setting me to talk about, I told you my entire search with this whole thing was a place where I could actually be who I am. He put me down in music 
Do you know what I'm saying? There's no, yeah. there's no cap to my freedom now. Do you know? It's just, oh my God. I'm so, yeah, I can't. And then to have lost him so tragically in the constant bittersweetness of all of that. And so, yeah, it's the feelings are immense, unending, overwhelming, blah, 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 blah. All the, all, all the, all the, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if you didn't go to that audition because you were dirty and dusty? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, like, seriously. I think it's so important just to like show up. Keep speaking about showing up to our show listeners. Up. Like, show you up. Have a gazillion to one chance of getting whatever job you go for, but you got zero chance you don't go. So show up. Wow. Episode title right there. Show up. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So you were direct. You said you were directing in, in during that time as well, right? So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. how did you transition from being an actor, vocalist to directing? I I don't know. Um, yeah, was it something that it's something I mean, that you had? All, no, all artists are multifaceted, right? And true. Part of my, I just want work. I love, I love this work. I do. I just want work. I, I'm a wardrobe. I wardrobe backstage on Broadway. I ushered Broadway. I just want to work. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and I told you, keep your income in the business, right? So I was just whatever. I'm like whatever my skills, whatever I can be a part of the story. I want to tell, help tell the story. I love telling the story. I love being a storyteller. I love telling the story. And I, and whatever way I can help to tell the story is how I will help to tell the story. I understood a few professional shows in, I began to understand that I could direct, mm. right? When, mm-hmm. when I got to the point where I would anticipate what the director wanted and I would be there and like, you know, sometimes you worry when you don't get any notes. And I was like, and that's when I learned, no, if you don't get any notes, you're doing it right. <laughs> Because the director is going to be working on the squeaky wheel. And if you're not getting notes, then you're doing, you're exactly where you should be, when you should be doing what you should be doing. And so I was like, okay, this is, I'm beginning to understand what is needed. Do you know what I mean? And then I really learned ushering. Ushering Broadway and watching Broadway shows every night. That's when I really learned the art, the the craft, I should say, of directing. I, I saw... Like, especially when understudies would go on, then you would see the director's choice versus the actor's choice, right? Mm. You could see the stuff that was mandated and then where the actor had the individual, you right. know what I mean? And just yes. and then watching, watching people maintain a long run, night after night. I just, I learned so, so much, so much. I ushered um, Metamorphosis with Baryshnikov. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. And yeah, it's so Broadway. <laughs> crazy i would be <laughs> in the house stuffing the programs for the for the night or doing the whatever my pre-show was, and he would be on stage warming up and he would talk to me and i'm like i'm talking to Nikov right sponge this is freaking awesome and so yeah and uh it was amazing his discipline and watching him you know, I, once again, this is the things I'm learning about how to maintain a performance and how to just watching yeah. him every night with his warm up and the discipline of it. And you know what I mean? And just just invaluable, invaluable uh, right. uh, experiences. That's amazing. We had another guest, uh, an actress as well, like in between gigs, ushers. 
uh, Broadway mm-hmm. shows for the exact mm-hmm. same reasons you're saying. She's like, why shouldn't I watch actors every night and watch their process? There's no better way to learn. No, none. And you get paid to watch Broadway. Yeah. The ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate survival job, you know? <laughs> the, ult- the ultimate survival job. It's also a union job. You get a pension and health care. Yes. Hello. If you work by, I mean, let's, let's give, that's IOTC people. That's one of the best unions in our business. I'm Hello. IOTC twice over proud. Thank you very much, Wardrobe Usher. Yes. Yes. Shout out. <laughs> strong. <laughs> so, so you've you've done so much. You've been in national tours and Broadway, TV, film. Shout out to Law and Order, my favorite show ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. I'm, I'm, I'm a to be. I want to be the next DA on that show. I really do because I know let's they go. A, they got to do a Letitia James character. I got my wig. I got my suit. I'm ready for y'all. <laughs> let's go. If you're I'm listening, are you listening? Call Freddie. Let's go. Right. And then I'll be the victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, hello? Call me. Hello. Um, I'm there. No, I, I'm right hello. there. Let's get a job. Let's go. Libras. Libras taking over Law and Order. Do you I love, love this it. Libra energy. Yes. Law and Order's on. Okay, okay. I got okay. to so- that. That came from Jesse. <laughs> And I have, I made a vocal arrangement of it for him and I got to get that done. It's just, just it. it's hilarious. And it's just, it's an acapella vocal arrangement of it. And it's like about how it's like on all the time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It literally, it literally is. We love that. I've been wanting to do that for years. But perfect. And now it's inspired here on the show. So now it has to happen. For for Libra season, uh, so do you have a preference? Do you, do you have a preference of stage, screen, or Ooh. or why, why do you enjoy one more than the other? Or do I mean, not? right? Because there's no preference yeah. really. Right, stage is just a lot harder. It just is. I mean, eight shows totally. a week. Well, I really want you to really think about what eight shows a week is. That is 416 shows a year. There is no athlete wow. in the world with a game season like that. And we don't make millions to retire on. Yeah. 400 if you take your vacation. I mean, that's an insane, it's just, it's crazy. (laughs) So yes, stage is just a lot harder on the body, on on your time, and just on everything. So that is what makes stage difficult. And now at this point in my life, I have to, it has to really be worth it to do stage because Mm. it takes up just so much of your life, so much of your time. Yeah. Right? uh, I'm a voiceover artist, which I love. There's my little portable booth right here, and I'm gonna build a bigger one soon. And oh my god, you know, I don't even have to leave the house for that, so that's awesome. Uh, I, I love the voiceover thing. And then you know, TV. TV is cool. TV film, you know, long days, but then it's done. So the challenge of both, like TV film, the great part is you have the best moment is captured forever. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, and it's just there, and it's just, and if it's great, it's really, it's just there. Okay. But in stage, you know, your challenge is to recreate it every night. And that is very much for an actor. That is like, I mean, that ongoing challenge of it is just awesome to keep it fresh and to keep it alive every single night. You know what I mean? Uh, for as long as you can. And uh, uh, or until your your spirit, either your spirit or your body gives up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, 
so they they have you know they each have their pros and their cons as anything is but once again i just love the story i love the work so i really don't care i don't care if it's stage i don't care if it's film i don't care if it's tv i don't care if it's cartoon i don't care if it's kids i don't care what it is if we're playing or we're telling the story we can be on the uh, uh, uh rock and roll chorus a group i love uh, uh an acapella orchestra comprised of high school kids from new jersey and the guy who runs it is a genius and one of the things that we always tell them, we're like, dudes, we are uh, uh, a rock show. We're a band. And we're going to yeah, play wherever the gig is. It might be it on is. the back of an apple cart today. It might be in a state-of-the-art theater tomorrow. It is what it is. The show is the show. And, and, and that's it. So, uh, uh, yeah, I love it. I really do. I love that. I, I got to, fortunately, I got to work on set with Whoopi Goldberg one time. Ooh, cool. And it was like this little, like, it was really cool. It's really, like, small... Um, college like graduate school film and she mm -hmm. kind of said something very similar to what you said like she because she was so kind and she's like had lunch with us and it was like a small crew of maybe like 12 people and she was like I and just everybody's like work. why are you doing this dinky little thing and she yeah. like, awesome. i think That's yeah i think people were asking in a much in a much like nicer way like you're yeah, you're no, you're I, I just yeah. went to color purple for uh civic theater in allentown which is a wonderful theater yeah and the newspaper come uh, article, she says, so why are you doing regional theater after Broadway? And I'm like, are you kidding? Broadway is a teeny tiny percentage of all the theater in the world. Yeah. Regional theater is theater. Regional mm. theater is where each and every one of us saw our first show. Regional theater Great. is what brings theater to the masses to the world. And so you, you would be honored to come back. I would imagine Whoopi would be honored to come back and do a student film and bring all that experience and all that to you. That's- She did, yeah. You know, right, yeah. That paying it forward thing we were talking about. I love that so much. I think that's so important. and. And how and how like to be like people like you and, and her to be someone who's like so revered in your craft and be like, I'm mm -hmm. gonna pay it forward. I have no sort of ego. Like what? I right. want to work, I want to create. When an actor should not have an ego. <laughs> and, yeah. and going back to just like you need to figure out where you're making your money so that you can do your passion projects. Maybe that yes. script was Whoopi's passion project. Who knows? But you, know? you follow what I'm saying? She can afford. She makes her check at the view. Whatever she wants, and that's who knows right. to finance that film. That's right. And this mm -hmm. is my whole. That's the whole idea: is that you want to get to the. How would I love to be in a position to finance? I would love. I said this to about Oprah. I was like, Oprah, how come you don't finance at least five student films a year? Just yeah. Pocket change. Yeah. Five, five or two million dollar films. Just the, just the Oprah film thing and, and boom. And just so somebody can go out there and do that. I wish I had it like that. Because you know what I mean? Yeah. I would do that. I really would. I'd be like, all right. And that's why, you know, I'm uh, trying to build a little studio where people can come and do things. I love yeah, that I told so much. You, my, my farm, is, the barn, is going to look like a barn on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit yeah. about it on, on, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. camera. Because you told us before oh. we started recording. But uh, if, you, if you're okay with that. Oh, sure. Big Spoon Studios uh, is the future dream. And uh, it should be a working farm that is also a film set. So yes. the barn, like I said, looks like a barn on the outside, but it's a state-of-the-art soundstage on the inside, right? And the blacksmith shop and the, the uh, cotton spinning thing, all those are working sets. And the fields themselves are working sets. The cotton field, the, um, the corn field, the wheat field, they all have dolly tracks like built into them so that you don't have to crush somebody's real fields. 
uh, yeah. uh, when you're shooting your film, right? And the whole part is, you know, depending on when your movie is, you would be shooting at different stages of growing. Like some people want the fields when they're fallow. Some people want it when it's, you know, when the cotton is high for that slave scene. Some people want, yeah. you know, the cornfield, you know, for the spooky thing they want it in fall when it's all coming down. You know, who knows what it is, but mm -hmm. we would have it there. But as those crops are going through their natural process, they will also be processed naturally. So the corn will all be ground down and make cornmeal. And then we'll teach people how to cook. Our craft services will all be organic food from the very same farm. Farm right? to table right there. Right. Farm, farm to set. To table right there. Farm to set. Right. And then the same thing with costumes. I would love our costume shop to be you know, restoring old costumes and specializing in that kind of stuff and upcycling things. I would love our our uh, our set guys to be upcycling old sets and old wood and all of those crafts so that they're real carpenters. They really have these amazing crafts, but they also can build for theater. They can build for film. You know what I mean? And training yeah. this, right? We're training the next generation because these are also your life skills. Uh, mm. My passion project is... Uh, you know, climate change and food insecurity. Yeah. I am frightened. I am worried. I am concerned that y'all will be seeing Hunger Games as more than a movie. And that if you do not have the ability to grow food, that you may not be able to get any. And so I really encourage all of you out there to please learn to grow a tomato something, understand how how to ask Mother Earth for the things that she was designed to give you. She is designed to give you shelter and food and, and the things that you need. But you have to know how to ask. It's a relationship that we have. And, and we've abandoned this relationship in the scariest kind of ugliest way. And, and I, I, it worries me. And so I, I encourage Preach. young people, please, please get your yeah. life skills together. Know how to build a fire. Seriously. Know how to find some water. Get off Instagram. To... No, seriously. I, Stop I, scrolling. I, I, yeah. I mean, scrolling is cool and tech is cool, but I really think about it in a thousand years. Somebody's going to be digging up these iPads and stuff talking about, I, what, what they do with this? Whatever. No, no, no. I, what? But those people, those people will still be eating food. Mm -hmm. They will still be living in shelters and they will still be wearing clothes and they will still be doing the essential things that one must do in order for this species to survive. And that means that somebody somewhere has figured out how to grow food. Hello. And if you're smart, that somebody will be you. <laughs> because freedom ain't free, people. Hey. Yeah. Let me just say, I love this episode. This is the ultimate survival jobs episode. That's I love concept of what you guys are doing because this is what I teach. That is what the Pro Skills Workshop is about. It's about understanding how to survive while you're building this career as an artist, right? Yes. And and I and and I'm being repetitive from from themes we've talked about already, but that is what a lot of artists can never grasp not because no. they're not like smart, but because it's overwhelming and challenging and tough and just going back to saying like why are you doing regional theater? There's this pressure on young artists, I think, to get that big job and get that big credit and have those pictures and be on the step and repeat and have that check and and have a name. And it's like, you know, Kevin that's not Hart, everything. Yes. You know Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. Kevin Hart famously says, everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to do the work. And that's yeah. what you're talking about. Everybody wants to be famous. They want that fame thing. But no, that takes work. That does not just 
happen. And even yeah. when you get there, it takes work to maintain it. It's not like this, you know, add water and start thing. And this is part <laughs> of what the whole, you know, instant gratification touch life is is fostering. It's like, oh, well, it should just happen. It's like, no, 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 darling. You have to actually put in some effort for that. It really, you yeah. have to like, you know, get up and do something. Go figure. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why I just despise the whole concept of smart houses. Yeah. Just, I just no, I do. I, I just I'm sorry. I think that's yeah. the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> a, a, I really don't want a computer running anything for me. Let alone my house. Scary. Because we know how computers behave, and when when they behave, I don't mm -hmm. want my house behaving. I don't. I don't want my house yeah. behaving. I don't want to have to update it. I don't want to deal with any of that. But more importantly, mm -hmm. uh, uh, talk about Hunger Games. Y'all remember that movie Wally? Wally, oh, uh, Wally, the Disney movie, right? With the I robot? Don't know. I don't oh, know. Yeah. The movie. It's a sweet little robot love story, but behind it is the yeah. most terrifying prophecy that made my heart stop. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, yeah. we're doing that. We're doing that. And so, no, I don't want to be a blob that cannot move on some sort of hover pad mm. and has got to talk to somebody who's right next to me through a screen because I can't move. You, you, you follow right. what I'm saying? No, get yeah. up and sweep your floor while you still can. Get up. And somebody who's been on Broadway for years and who has done eight shows a week for years and whose body has been damaged can tell you the value of mobility. Yeah. Never take your mobility for granted. Yep. Walk while you can. Move while you can. Enjoy the motion of your body. That's why I love growing food too. Talk about, you know. Because you're out there, you're out using your hands, using your body. You're yeah. I told you I just buried my mom at 101. God love her. Yeah. But I asked myself, how is it she's living to a hundred, living all through COVID? Her brothers all made it to 90 something, everybody old, nice and old, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And nice I'm burying and my friends at 50. I'm like, what is this? And I realized it's the food. It was the way they were raised. They grew up in a non-automated life. They grew their own food. Yeah. They worked outside. They walked. Their bodies were built on stronger stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? On better food and just stronger. And I'm like, I want that. Mm -hmm. I want that. Yeah, I, I feel that. that. When I went for my COVID shot, and they they had them, you fill out the form, right? And the part with the meds, and I'm not on any meds. And they looked yeah. at me like, yeah, on any meds. I'm like, is that a good <laughs> good thing? thing? Hello. Right? They were shocked. <laughs> no, they were shocked. Shocked. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you shocked? That shouldn't be. That's not it... good. I was like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Wow. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I have a lot of. Um, people in my family are like in the same way. Like, you know, we got a, my brother-in-law, we have like a little garden in our house over here. He's like, oh, you're yeah, growing. Yeah, yeah yes. right. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, the benefit, not only just of the fresh food, yeah, but the actual benefit you get from growing it, from being out there, from the air and the, the dirt, the minerals that you're getting just from like I, the herbs that we grow. You think mm -hmm. about the oils that are actually going into your skin just by working with them. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay, this is, yeah just awesome <laughs> oh my you're god you're amazing yeah it's mm -hmm. it's so wonderful to, to chat with you and i mean Thank we could you. chat for you i can chat with you for like Hours. a day but i don't yeah. want to take all your time no no, no. we have well, a, a we're all we gotta go time we'll talk, baby. show business remember show business. exactly <laughs> but i do have one well, more question for you if oh, that's okay ask before before questions. the really quick fun game um oh, the game yes. we talked a lot yeah <laughs> we talked about 
feeding ourselves, right? Nourishing ourselves. But what's what's feeding you creatively right now? Like any, any books or oh. movies? Oh, a good play, uh, anything like that that's been you external, know feeding your soul? Okay. Yes, Jason. <laughs> well, I'm saying there's just so many ways for that to happen. A lot of what feeds me is my students. They are amazing. Oh, yes. We write a show together every year, and they are incredible. Uh, uh, um, so last year we did Plagues and Prejudice. They wanted to write about current events. Incredible. Uh, oh my gosh! So we write timely. these jukebox jukebox musicals every year so and we're doing the emo concert coming up in winter yes. <laughs> hilarious uh um i don't have as much time to watch watch like i used to I have a huge watch list of stuff that i'm you know trying to catch up on yeah. but the things that I'm, I'm enjoying and i and because my head and this year has been really so because yeah. my head and and everything is just why sometimes i just have to watch silliness but i am a news junkie Oh yeah, and so I watch that. And um, one of the things I'm uh, um, I'm working on, a, I'm actually back to that script. I'm working on a, an adaptation of a very popular musical into screenplay. Yeah, um, I'm finishing my album I, of the COVID. I, I did the protest album. Uh, uh, yes. Everything just made me so mad, and I was home. And I'm I'm always telling my students, I'm like, look, you got a recording studio in your pocket, use it. So I was like, let me do it. Let me make an album. So the protest album, uh, One People, One Planet. That's uh, three songs are released. If uh, you know, lots of death in the family. I told you and all that. So that stopped mm. the album, but it's not over. It's just we got to pick back up. The yeah. climate change song will be next. Take it off the shelf. Right. Uh, it's it, it's not really even on the shelf. It's just. I couldn't, you know, I had to get yeah. my logistics back. Um, so the album is underway. Uh, this, that one screenplay is underway. The book that accompanies um, the workshop is finished and now needs to be laid out. Um, I don't necessarily need outside stimulus because my I have one of those heads. I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, um, but it's just constantly coming. Constantly, constantly. yeah. And what I'm, what, what I'm, trying to formulate now is my uh trump movie because you know they're all coming there's gonna be so many and it's how do you do it uh, we laugh all the time uh even michael cohen he was like if anybody had tried to pitch this before it happened we would have gotten laughed out of the room like what are y'all smoking that's seriously <laughs> yeah <And> now <laughs> that it has all happened or you know we're still kind of waiting for it to finish and i told you i claim leticia james in one of the movies but viola you need to get yeah. on the leticia james <laughs> biopic because doesn't she sound like viola he does. Oh my does. gosh, your voice. It's just like, okay, I need, actually need to call her and be like, you need to get on that biopic. But <laughs> in one of the other movies where Latisha is a tertiary character, I claim that. That's me. So yeah. I claim it. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, what led me there? Uh, see, told you, just, it all comes off. All, all, <laughs> but, no, but how, yeah. how to, which way I want to go with mine, I think I know. Yeah, Most of my films have a, titch of the autobiographical to them because my family's story is insanely awesome yeah. just insanely from from we, we trace ourselves all the way back to massa we, we know who massa was wow. we got census from slave to free and the whole nine and wow. you know, yeah grandpa risking death to teach and just you know the whole bit so yeah we're one of those great Amer african-american stories blah 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 and so all drips of wow. that filters throughout all of my films it just does because wow. it has to because it's awesome it's, yeah. it's, it's you it's your story yeah. yeah right what you know so yeah exactly that and like politics so i i tend to take those two things and smush them together and make fun films i'm hoping Amazing. to get riverboat exploit made that's the the 
the Riverboat Exploit is a um, it's a comedy about voter suppression and the Klan set in 1876. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a... <laughs> it's a comedy. She's like, it's a comedy, actually. No, it's important it's though. Yeah, it's straight up comedy. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I'm having I'm having a crazy moment, like seeing you at eight in Times Square, being like, "Wow, this is where I come to." Like now, all of these amazing projects and your amazing career, and I'm so grateful that you've you came and shared space with us today. So thank oh, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. For thank you, thank you. I, I, I told you I love what you're doing. I love the whole idea of it, and I love that you created it uh, yourselves. You know what I mean? Like I said, that fits thank into the whole ethic of everything I'm always talking about, and so. It's great. Two thumbs up. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I hope our listeners sign up. But it's Survival 20, right? Survival 20 code. is the code. Mm-hmm. And uh, pro, uh, proskillsforactors.com. Yes. yes. That's, it's necessary. I feel like everyone needs to take it. Like, it's so important. Yes. No. I mean, I'm this episode was a class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you, you gave us a lot of wisdom oh, yeah, on this yeah, episode, yeah, but you, there's more the people. Highlights. Oh, there's just, it's, that's it's what never... I had to do it in four weeks. It's like, how do you explain 30 years of not, of trial and error in an hour? You know what I mean? And yeah. listen, I tell you, there's just I, so much. I'm a huge <laughs> Mariska Hargate fan, as everyone who listens knows. And she says, the education of an artist never ends. No, so never. sign up, keep on learning, keep on getting the wisdom. That's it. I would, I, would, um, I would take that to the next level, Mariska. The education of a human never ends. The day you Boom. stop learning. Mic drop. The day, but I'm serious. The day you stop learning, that's it. Hang it up, because why? Yeah. Because why? That's true. Exactly. That's so true. Well, like we told you, we love to we love to end with a game because we sometimes get very deep and we get very inspirational. So we like to just bring it back to like light and fun and and laughs. Um, so we're playing a game with you today, a quick Broadway word association game. So we'll say a word and then you'll say the first thing that comes to mind, whatever it is. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you have your game pants on? I, yes. <laughs> yes. These days you got to wonder if people got pants on at all. I know. Right? <laughs> it's so true. Actually, though. Actually. Jay, you want to take the first? I'll take the first one. Okay. New York City. Center of the universe. Ah, I knew that. <laughs> Rent. Jonathan. Rafiki. Dream roll. Mm, Broadway. Home. The color purple. Ah, uh, uh, enriching. Viola Davis. Fantastic. Diva. Dramaturge. Bob Stewart. Also, a great, playwright, a great playwright that everybody should know, Bob Stewart. I call him Tennessee O'Neill, or <laughs> or yes. what's the other one? Uh, 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 it's, 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 it's Tennessee Williams. So he's and and uh, Eugene O'Neill. So Eugene Williams or Tennessee O'Neill? He, he's that. yes. Okay, sorry. He's that. Bob Stewart, John Turk. Okay, going. On. Perfect. 
Obie Awards? I have one. Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to find them. Anyway, I think so. And last one was August Wilson. Um, I wish I'd met him. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what do you say about August Wilson? Legacy, I guess. Legacy, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, this is everything I dreamed it would be. <laughs> and more. I'll say it and again. More. It was the ultimate survival jobs episode. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Keep and in touch, guys. Let me know what's yeah, going on. Tag it. We will. Yes, we will. And before yeah. we go, can you can you let our listeners know if they're not already following you, how to keep up with you? At Missy Frediet, BigSpoonProductions.com, www.proskillsforactors.com. And uh, yeah, that's pretty, that should cover it. You can cool. also Google a diva. Google a diva. Google a diva. <laughs> I love it. Google a you're diva. Also, you're also on LinkedIn. I was like doing all my research. I saw I you on LinkedIn oh, too. Oh, well, you know, we talk about this, Hondi. I have two TikTok accounts that I don't know how to access. But the point is when we do, <laughs> I have to figure that out. But when we do the brand research and I talk about it, everywhere you don't know who's looking for and you do not want to make it hard for them to find you and don't have your dog as your profile pic (laughs) (laughs) yes and if y'all are tuning in because you're a freddie fan as you should be and you don't follow us follow us at survival jobs pod on instagram and twitter on facebook at survival jobs a podcast let us know your thoughts shoot us an email at survivaljobspod at gmail.com Thank you, Freddie. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Survivors. This is iconic. Happy birthday to you, (laughs) too. Thank you. I love this. I love the Libra energy. Libras and Aquariuses are really... uh, Oh, hey. And Jason's an Aquarius. I figured that out. (laughs) (laughs) And they're they're soulmates. So here Mm -hmm. we all are. A bunch of soulmates in a room. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.